Green Team Academy podcast, episode 59. This is my interview with Alhassan Sasseh. He's the founder of the Sierra Leone School Green Club. You'll hear how he is working to plan a school strike for the climate as part of the international effort in September 2019, and all the cool things that they're doing to create a new future that works for all. Hey, are you ready to make a positive impact for the planet? If so, then you're in the right place. My name is Joan Gregerson, and I am an eco-nut. Thanks for joining me today, and don't forget to head over to the greenteamacademy.com website to pick up plenty of other resources to help you on your way. And with that, let's get started. Howdy, howdy, green team. So nice to be hanging out with you again today. And I'm super excited today because I'm going to get to introduce you to um, Al-Hassan Sasseh. He's the founder of the Sierra Leone School Green Club. And I spoke to him in Kenya, actually. And the deal with this podcast, um, it's going to be a little bit different because the sound quality was not great. So after I talked with him, I had so many ideas and questions that I went back, did a little bit more research. And so what I'm gonna do now is give you a little intro and definitely recommend that you go to the podcast episode page on the Green Team Academy uh, website so you can read more about this. But um, yeah, so I am, What the reason I first reached out was because I was saying, hey, who are some people that are, are scheduling, are planning some things to participate in the school strike for the climate? So this is coming up on September 20th and 27th, 2019. And Al-Hassan was planning something. So, and I've been following a lot of what he was doing. So I, um, I reached out to him. And one of the first things that he said in the interview, which you'll hear in a minute, is that, that Sierra Leone is already ex- experiencing climate change. And so I went in and read a little bit of the UN reports, looking at the vulnerability of different countries. And what it says is that even back in 2013, the UN warned that Sierra Leone was particularly vulnerable to increasing frequency and severity of droughts, floods, and severe storms. And um, and then when that happens, they also detailed all the implications that has for the people that are living there. And it's a big deal because Sierra Leone is one of the poorest countries in the world to start with. So when things like that, when things get worse, it's they don't have a lot of capacity to handle it. You might remember hearing in 2017 about a massive mudslide that happened in Sierra Leone and where over a thousand people died. And there's a lot of things that are pointed to of why that was unchecked construction, deforestation, and shifting rainfalls. So that kind of thing has been predicted and is happening right now. But the kind of exciting thing is that that there's a quote here from the mayor of Freetown in 2018 who said, our city has no future if we don't save the environment. That's not me being a tree hugger. That's being pragmatic. 
So now you have some context about Sierra Leone and climate change. So now I want to introduce you to Al-Hassan Sase and the Sierra Leone School Green Club. And um, this was started in 2015. And in 2016, Al-Hassan attended a civic engagement training in Ghana through a fellowship in civic leadership with YALI. This is a Youth African Leadership Initiative, and this is an initiative started under the administration of U.S. President Barack Obama, and the goal is to develop, uh, to invest in the development of the next generation of African leaders. The club's mission is basically education, lobbying for more political will, engaging in activities, and in civic education. I also have a whole list of all the stuff that they have done, including all kinds of workshops and tree plantings. And another thing that I think is really cool about what Al-Hassan and the Sierra Leone School Green Club are doing is they do a lot of partnering. And when you read through this list, you'll see um, that they partnered with 350 Africa. They, they, were, they hosted the first Fridays for Future event in Sierra Leone on Africa Day. That was in May. As I said before, they're planning to do something for the September 2019 climate strike. They've already established 10 green clubs at different schools and got them going with compost bins. Then I also have some of the photos that Al-Hassan shared with me. So I think you'll like looking through that, including a clip from some TV coverage. All right. And so then just finishing up on the same page is the information about that global stri climate strike on September 20 and 27th. And the idea is that they're expecting millions of people to walk out of workplaces and homes to join the young climate strikers. And so this is something really led by youth, but encouraged um, to have uh, adult um, allies. So you can go to that globalclimatestrike.net for more information. Okay, and then I have a bunch of other links there if you want to explore more. Okay, so with that, let's turn back to my interview uh, so that you can meet Al-Hassan Sase. And what I asked him to start with was, what got you interested in working all with all this stuff in the environment? So with that, I'll turn it over and um, want to really thank you uh, who are listening and thank you to Al-Hassan Sase for taking time to share with us what's going on in Sierra Leone. Um, thank you, Joanne, and you're welcome. Um, I got the inspiration when I came back from Ghana for the yearly training that was organized by the Young African Initiative, um, an initiative of the former president of the U.S., President Barack Obama. I got the situation there um, because I saw what other guys are doing in our different countries. So I decided to come back and do something in our own local community. Upon my return, I decided to start first and doing some pesky pesky farming that agriculture. And uh, so I decided to, when I come back, to start everything all over. What is happening in different communities layer of um, climate change issues? So that's why I started this organization. Okay, so you said that you participated in Yali, 
um, in yeah. Ghana. You came back, you were um, motivated to do something. Of all the different things that you could choose, why did you decide to, to work, to focus on climate change? Um, because it's a kind of call all over the world that um, we are seeing communities are suffering in the area of either flooding, droughts. In our community, farmers are not having a hill to work in what they are doing, and um, that keeps me up. That's why I decided to start raising awareness on the environment and see how to motivate you to work also in the different communities. Okay, and so you started the um, Sierra Leone School Green Clubs. And so when did you start that and what was your idea with that? As I said, we started in 2015, but uh, it was not, it was dormant, it was not functional. But when I came back from Miali, um, loaded with inspiration, I decided to do the education all over. And um, I brought you together and some of my colleagues, I asked them to join me so that we could bring a change in our different communities. And so what, what type of projects um, did you start with? Or what, what are some of the most successful things that you've been, that you've been seeing? Um, first, we, I started with um, farming from the um, DSC that I got from Yali. I started um, farming. It was just a plot that I started with. I'm not, uh, I'm not able to work on the farm, but I employ some, someone, and bring someone in who is working with me. He's a youth. And um, we started that in the space of two years, we got another plot and um, we extended the agriculture. And also we started with one school, uh, wherein we brought in the CLN School Green Club. As a, as, a, as a environmental club in, a, in, the, in that school. And the next three years, we extended, we already have 10 schools now that have, uh, the, that have, that have the Seattle School Green Club in their different schools. Um, from primary, secondary, and tertiary institutions, in total, we have 10 schools presently that we are working with, and two communities that we are working with. So did you say you have 10 schools now? Yes, we have 10 schools that we are working with that have the Seattle School Green Club as an environmental organization. So as an environmental club in the different schools. And so what kinds of things do the, the school clubs work on? And then we've done so lot, we've done so many things in the different, in different years. Um, first, we started with the World Environment Day. We went to the beach with a part, with partner uh, of organizations we went to the beach and do some plastic cleanup. And then from there, we continue to engage the schools. As of now, the last event that we, uh, that we did uh, was Mandela um, Day. Then we planted trees in different schools. We call the project Food Trees for Schools. And we distributed um, seedlings to different schools and agriculture and tools. So that the schools will use them for their orchard garden in the different schools. Uh, we've grown so much, uh, we refer people to our Facebook page or our website so that they will know more what we're doing. 
wow. So that's really neat. So the types of projects you're saying are things like going and doing plastic cleanups and planting trees. And um, so I, so what I, what I wanted to talk about, um, and I, I love that, the analogy too, because when you give a child the idea about taking care of the environment, you're also planting a seed, but you're doing it literally as well, where you're helping plant, plant those seeds so that things grow in, in their communities. And it's amazing, isn't it, that nature can, from a small seed, grow something as, as amazing as a tree or food for the community. Okay, so the next thing I wanted to ask you about is that you, um, there, there was the first international school strike for the climate in May of 2019, and, and you guys were part of that. So tell me a little bit about how that came about. And um, we are living in the uh, Western rural districts. Our nation is based in the Western rural districts of Sierra Leone. And um, we've seen so lot of deforestation in our communities and uh, so many disasters um, in the city. And so we decided to raise awareness and call on our political leaders, our community leaders to to bring laws, to develop policies that are good for the environment, that will save mankind in Sierra Leone. And uh, so we went to the Western World District Council to call them and to ask them that they should develop policies in the area of environmental issues. Sierra Leone is known as the Lion Mountain, and that was part of the countries that are, that are known for mountains that are full of greens. But now we go all over the peninsula, you are not seeing again these greens to cut them all down. So we, are, we call on our policymakers to develop policies that will change our environment, that will make environment fit to live. So that was we did in um, uh, May, 20, May 24th, 2019. So that was your, so your school strike, your, you focused on uh, a call to the policymakers to change, change the laws, change the policies so that it would not continue this deforestation and the other uh, detrimental things. So you're saying that in your lifetime, Alasan, you have already seen deforestation in front of your, your eyes? Yes. As I said, was known as the Lion Mountain, um, trees all over the hills, the mountains, but now they've got them all either for development, either for other means. So, and um, it's very, very detrimental to our lives because we are having more flash flooding. Recently, I'm sure we didn't know about the news that Wellington uh, exactly uh, mother lost her life and her children and her, and her, and her son. And um, it Past August also, of course, the news is all about that uh, people are dying of, of flooding and last line is rebellion. So yeah, I believe if we, if we don't do it now, when? If not us, who? So that's why we are rising for our community. Right. Right. So you're saying, yeah, 
if if not now when if not us who exactly okay and so so what is the idea now of the um so there's an upcoming call for another school strike for the climate that is being organized by lots of different folks but 350.org uh fridays for future and um this this all came out of the of Greta Thunberg's original school strike for the climate that she started on Fridays in Sweden, which has spread around the world. So there are some dates coming up in September, September 20th through September 27th that are the calls for climate strikes, climate action. And so what are you planning for Sierra Leone for that time period? Are the future leaders, and we have uh, siblings coming up. So, if we don't take a step now, if we don't take action now, it will be, it will be distress for us. So, we want to rise now and make sure our policy makers continue to, be, continue to rally around them and see how they can develop policies that will change our community. Because there is one thing, John, and in Sierra Leone, um, if we the youth don't rise, I would say in Sierra Leone, because it, that's my country. If we don't rise now, and um, it will be bad for us. And so now that's why we are rising up now. We want to mobilize communities, schools, to to um, discuss, to discuss, to engage our political political leaders, our policy makers, to see how we continue to develop policies. Because we are hearing that um, they want to start mining of fuel. Of oil, and um, want to want to tell them that we have more natural resources that we could tap in to develop our country rather than mining of oil. So you're saying there's a lot of focus on mining and deforestation is kind of the the main thing that's happening now, and you're trying to get the government to <coughs> to look more at the long run and to to do those policies that will create a livable future for the young people of Sierra Leone and it also impacts everybody in the world. Indeed, yeah. So that's why we are calling our political leaders and we're meeting them on the 20th of September. So where where do you have people, where will people meet? And um, since we are working with the schools, uh, we are providing them in one place and take them to the Western World District Council because um, in Sierra Leone we have different um, areas and that we focus in. For us, we are living in rural districts, so we want to meet our local councils when we discuss with them and see, because last time they promised us they are going to get back on track, but since then they've not yet. So this time we want to go again and ask them requested something from you. So what's the forward? So that's what we are planning. We are taking all the people, the students, and the youth to the uh, West. So you're saying that you're asking people to meet at their local consul office to yes, at, at to to start those discussions. And so even though there was a strike in May. Um, that they haven't necessarily changed anything. They haven't taken enough steps. So, no, no, not so. Mm -hmm. I like too that you're talking about having discussions because, um, you know, 
I think sometimes when people participate in a a strike and they're just walking in the streets, they they want that discussion. They they want to have that conversation. Um, so I think that's kind of cool that you are planning it that way. Um, and Alison, how many people do you think in Sierra Leone participated in the strike in May? Do you have any idea? Yes, since we, we conducted it, we had about 100 participants. And this, and this time we are planning to have more than that. But, um, you know, September will be, we have been released also in September, so we don't know how the weather will look like. But we're expecting to have more than 100, more than 200 people. Right, that's great. So, right, so you had 100 people that's, that participated in May, and um, yeah, so you can start from that, and each of those people can tell other people, and and hopefully it can spread. Okay, um, and so what what advice do you have, Alsan? I think there's a lot of people that are are concerned about the environment. They're concerned about the climate, and they feel powerless. And then also they they also feel depressed. So. Um, what advice would you give people? Because I, I see that you have taken action and you're, you're making some real changes in your community. And so what advice would you give to people who are concerned, but they don't really know what to do, how to get started in their own communities? Well, it's not about talking, talking, talking. You need to do you need to do things that will bring a small change in in your community. One the first thing that we did was to start planting trees. And uh, I came to understand that the second reason why we have why we, um, climate change or how to beat climate change is by planting trees. So the first uh, step we took was to start planting trees in our communities and start people picking up litters. And um, the advice that I'm giving them is rise up and do something in your community, even if small, to bring a change. People will see you and join you. I started this with my major slide I was had when I was working. And uh, up to this time, that part has taken us this far. Now we have organizations that are calling us to work with them in different sectors. And now we have international organizations that we are working with. We have partners. And uh, we have people that are donating to what we are doing because they believe in what we are doing and we've seen what we are doing. So start small and you will get where you want to go. That's my advice that I have. And I, I see this again and again. What you just said is that you, there are people out there who need, who need you, who need people that are on the ground doing projects and they want to support you. So you are the solution to somebody else's problem rather than thinking that, oh, I'm, I'm bothering people. I need money. I need whatever. Instead, it's like, like you said, these international organizations, they want to they want to support youth they want to support local communities they want to support tree plantings they want to support projects in the schools 
and uh, they need they need community partners to work with. So that's exciting to hear that that those those folks are finding you. And so, how do you get the money? Um, like when you said you started by planting trees, how did you how did you pay for the trees? How how did that again? Because I think people think, oh well. You know, I don't have that much time. I don't have that much money. I can't make a difference. But but you've been able to overcome that. So how did you find the the money for the trees, or where did the trees come from? Well, the first thing that we did, we had donations from members, individual members in the organizations, and uh, I have a friend uh, who believes in what I'm doing. I never never met. But he believes in what I'm doing. And I want to say thank you to him. Thanks to him because he has pushed us up to where we are today. And also, we do crowdfunding. We do online um, crowdfunding wherein we have people to donate. Even if it's a single dollar, even if it's one dollar, one dollar, two dollars, you get us a free. So, the first um, three planting that we did, we had contribution among our members, and we started with that. And um, trying to build our networks, expand our networks, then people start to believe in what we are doing. So at any time, we try to raise crowdfunding online to donate. And that's how we are getting money to do what we are doing today. So what, what Alassane is demonstrating is that if there is a need, that you, when you ask people for help, then you can overcome those barriers. So I love that, yeah, that you do the crowdfunding or finding people that support your mission. Um, and yeah, if somebody even donates a couple dollars and that pays for a tree, that makes a big impact. Yeah. All right, well, cool. Well, I'm so happy to have, have had the chance to talk with you, Alison. And um, is there any one last thing that you wanted to mention? I'll go ahead and leave you the contact information for your Facebook and Twitter so that people can follow uh, and participate with you if they can in the, the school strike. Um, but is there anything else that you would like to, to share before we, before we sign off? First, I want to say thank you to you, Joanne, for giving me this opportunity um, to have this interview with you. And the message I'm leaving with everyone all over the world or in my country, Sierra Leone, is believe in yourself that what you are doing, even, even little or small, is, is making an impact. And um, we are open to partnership to other organizations that believe in what community-based organization, what small organizations are doing in a different community. Because we feel it. There is a, a saying which says, we feel it, knows it, we are in the community. And, um, we are open up to partnership and we are open up to people who are ready to work with CBOs like us to create, to create an impact. And uh, thank you again, Joan. As I said, yeah, you've made my day today because having an interview, international interview like yours, I've seen what I'm following what you are doing and uh, I'm happy that you have an interview with us. Thank you, Joan. Thank you so much, Alison, and uh, yeah, for your your efforts and your your inspiration, and um, 
words of wisdom to just get out there and do things. And I think this thing of believe in yourself, and that's what I've been talking a lot about lately, is that if we want to see the transformation in the world, we, we have to start with the transformation of ourselves. Okay, so thank you everybody for joining for another episode. And remember the time for action is because there is no planet B. Thanks, Alison. Bye. Bye, Jen. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. Well, that's it for another episode of the Green Team Academy podcast. Remember to check out all the resources to help you make a positive eco-impact in your community at greenteamacademy.com. Thanks so much and see you right back here soon.